Welcome to the Parbar Podcast. This is episode number six, Reformation Today. If you like the content here at the Parbar, please subscribe and share this podcast. This is a talk that I gave at our Reformation party when we were celebrating the Reformation begun by Martin Luther. I began the talk by establishing and stating that Romans chapter 1, verses 16 to 17, were the verses that sparked the Reformation in Martin Luther's mind when he realized that justification was by faith alone. Romans 1, verses 16 to 17, is as follows. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. The Reformation and the doctrine of justification by faith alone set the world on fire because that was a time in which people had the conscious recognition that they will indeed live forever after a great day of judgment. God would condemn them or justify them, each and every person. He would judge all according to their works, and the people knew it, and they rightly feared that judgment. This was the weight of the conscience on people, and rightly so, and many people did not know what to do. Should we follow the church and pay for indulgences? Should we climb the steps of the cathedral on your knees, saying your Hail Marys on every step? Should we seek out extra portions of grace by paying exorbitant amounts of money to touch a relic? Maybe it really is a bit of wood claimed to be from the cross of Christ. What do you do? Where can you go with such baggage of guilt and a judge looming over you? How do you find security in a world where everyone dies young, and everyone was familiar with death and dead bodies. Well, Luther came along and he wrote down on a piece of paper that you are justified by faith through grace. In other words, God in his love grants you clemency because the blood of Jesus atones, that is, pays for your sins. Not indulgences, not relics, not contrition or attrition, but the blood of Jesus only. When you have faith that Jesus saves you, then your guilt is removed. And this news swept across Europe and around the world, and praise be to God. And we also know that history moves forward. God does not want us to go back to the Reformation. We take what the Spirit has done in the Reformation, and we build upon it. We take glory, and we add it to glory. We grab hold of the teaching that we are justified by faith through grace, we willingly die for it, and we move forward. So now what? In our age, People are a bit different. They don't even believe there is a God. They don't believe in any sort of judgment from a higher authority. They think that we, the individuals, are the arbiters of all things. We determine what is good and evil. We determine what is right and wrong. Not someone outside of ourselves telling us what to do or what not to do. People today do not believe in sin, because they do not believe they are sinning against anyone. Nor do they believe there is a God to hold them accountable. Nor do they believe in immortality where you will either be pardoned for your transgressions or be punished for your transgressions forever. For them, this life is it. After we die, it is the end, game over. And what our reformation will be, will be to supply the need of the rebellious culture to come back to God. So what is that need? They need to recognize that they have a maker. 
just as Martin Luther and those in his time needed to have the forgiveness of the cosmic judge, people today need the goodness of a creator. Revelation chapter 4 verses 9 to 11 says this, And whenever the living creatures gave glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. God made the world. It is his, and it is good. God made man, male and female. He created them, and it is good. God made marriage, where a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and it is good. God is the one. He is the creator, the maker, the only one who can give our culture what it needs. We are a people who need an identity from outside of ourselves, a transcendent identity, one to trust. They need to know that someone has made them, that God has made male and female. They need to know that God created marriage for a man and for a woman and none other. We right now, Christians, are part of that new reformation by simply rejoicing in what God has done. It is good to be a man. It is good to be a woman. And it is good for a man to marry a woman. This means that your mere existence, Christians, is countercultural. You are swimming against the tide right now. You are part of the Reformation, women, by respecting your husband and trusting in him to care for you. You are part of the current Reformation, men, by loving your wife and treating her as the weaker vessel. You are part of the Reformation, parents, by showing your children what it means to be a man or a woman in submission to God's good design. You are part of the Reformation today, children, by honoring your parents as Jesus commands you. We indeed want a Reformation to come again, but we should open our eyes and see that God has already put us in one. Thank you.